What a great way to end today. That was fantastic. I feel like we've experienced just so many different traditions. Oh, yeah. I think I've learned a lot. I mean, things, not necessarily things that I will pursue professionally. You were really good at the basket weaving. Thank you, Sam. I, yeah. I felt like I connected with my past, my ancestral past with the basket weaving, and I connected while I was wearing some beautiful things from Stuart Christie. Stuart Christie, well, I think those, those tweeds really suit you. Well, you're just full of it today, aren't you? What's, yeah. what's up? What are you going to do? Nothing. Yeah, you are. Oh, I've got something planned. Mm. Okay. To Scottish traditions. To Scottish traditions and to sheepdogs. Oh, it doesn't, it just gets better. From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to Outlander Cast. It's a podcast dedicated to Outlander and men in kilts on stars. How's it going? My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake. And I have to say this before we start any of this episode for Men in Kilts. I just I need to call it out that we have to celebrate something very important, Mary. Yes. We have to celebrate something very important that is season seven of Outlander has been Woo! renewed. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. We need like yes, I was just gonna say we're gonna need some exciting sounds going on here. You know what? Hold on before you know I'm gonna let the music call call out yeah. here. And this is what I'm gonna do. Oh, oh, oh. Makes me wanna shout. Oh, yeah. You know, we all needed this. You know, we're, we're turning this corner when it comes to the pandemic, schmandemic, all this, you know, stuff mm-hmm. that has been going on for a year. And we all kind of had to close our doors and, and put on the masks and everything. And you sat there and you're looking at your time hop on Facebook and you're like, wow. I used to go outside. It's been a year now. You know, you just felt like, what just happened? And to get this news this weekend, this weekend made me turn my frown upside down. Yeah, I'm taking the W on this one, baby. I love this. I'm, I'm excited for season seven. I... Obviously, have no idea where it's going because you are not a book reader. Not a book reader, and I don't know what the story is going to entail. Uh, oddly enough, I'm surprised. Um, not that um, you know. Obviously, Outlander is a great show, mm-hmm. and, and Stars thinks it's important. Obviously, but considering how much it costs to make this show, and the fact that the stars of the show are are getting, as big as they are, are getting much bigger, and. Uh, the pandemic of it all. Uh, let's let's be honest. There's a lot of money that has been lost for a lot of people, mm-hmm. and it, it was it was not looking good. But it is here, uh, and, and story wise, I hope we get right into the revolution, and you know, just post revolution, we'll see what happens. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm excited. You know, um, so they have come out. That it's going to be a 12 episode season. Okay. And what is interesting about this is they announced it before season six 
began. Like usually yeah. they kind of announce, yes, we're renewing when a new season begins. So, you know, you'd think the season six premiere, it would go off well, it would be doing great. And then they'd say, guess what? We're going to do season seven. But I think because so many things have been delayed with COVID, you know, they're currently filming season six yes. and, and working on it right now that they just thought the world needs some good things to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is so good. Let's do it again, Mary. And the more time that we have with Sam and Kat as producers, like we were able to see what happened, the magic that happened this season, you know, this past season that we got to see. So I'm just interested. They're going to have some really nice time mm-hmm. with this level of not only being the lead actors, but really integrally being involved in the show. Yeah, yeah. So it's just going to be super exciting. And while we go through these books, I'm not going to spoil anything because as Blake said earlier, he's not a book reader. Yep. And I'm going to give a quick caveat for my book reader friend. So hold on one second. But I'm just excited because a lot of storylines are going to flourish in ways that are going to make you appreciate people who you may not have appreciated much. Are we talking hashtag I'm not, Roger? I'm not saying, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm just saying we're going to get to spend more time with other people in addition to our favorite couple. But I do want to say this. If you are a book reader of the Outlander series, or if you want to be a book reader of the Outlander series, we want to remind you we have an exclusive community on Facebook. Facebook. It's called the Outlander Cast Clan Book Club. And one of our staff members, our beloved Angela Hickey, is leading a read-along book series where you can catch on up. And the idea is that the read-along is going to be going right up until like two weeks before bees drops. Okay. So you can like get caught up if you're if you've read the entire series and you want to reread it, but you want to digest it in a different way connect with some other Outlander fans, this is where you want to be. And if you're someone who hasn't read the books, but you want to be part of this, you want to be part... I mean, new books coming out of a beloved series is a really, really, really big deal. Big deal. And it's more fun when you do it with other fans who get it. You know, when you're like a fan of Outlander, or if you're a fan of Harry Potter or whatever, Mm -hmm. but your friends at home don't get it, and you're like, you don't know. Like I'm making like a menu tonight from the Outlander kitchen to go along as I like prepare to read this book when Amazon delivers it, delivers yeah, it or yeah. whatever. Like we're your people. We are your people. Outlander cast clan gathering book club. And even if you've gotten off Facebook this past year, get yourself back on it. Even if it's just for that B- book club. Bigger deal. <laughs> bigger deal. Bees or Deathly Hallows. Two very, 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 very different fandoms. So you're co- you're comparing oranges to apples. What's tough too? It'll be interesting. I'll tell you this. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the pandemic and if people are able to like go and get things in bookstores and have all kinds of you know pates and things like that. Sure. So apples to oranges, both extraordinary. I love me some fruit. All right. So after <laughs> after all this news, of course. Um, As we said, Outlander season seven and Blake and I have talked about something that we do want to make sure you guys know about is we are still putting it out into the universe that we would like to have a premiere party for season six. Yes. So when that date does get announced, you're going to want to find yourself a way to get to New England because we're going to be having the party of all parties. Oh, yeah. We we actually (laughs) planned the the season five finale party. And I think for all you Outlander cast members, all you uh, all, all the staff members, you guys already know where we were planning it. I'm thinking that we might have it at the same place. 
We might have it at the same place. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what we'll happens. See. You never know. You never know. <laughs> if we can. I don't, uh, we will. We will. Okay. Trust me. Well, we wanted to remind you guys uh, that you can go to maryandblake.com for all of our podcasts, whether it is OutlanderCast, the one that you're listening to now, or uh, This Is Us 2, which is returning tomorrow as Mary just keeps touching the mic. <laughs> Keeps touching the mic. Uh, or the brand new MCU Diaries, which is uh, essays on Marvel television dedicated to all of the shows that the MCU or Marvel Studios is putting out on Disney+, Plus, which I'm very excited about. Mary will be joining me for the wrap of season one for WandaVision, and I'll be beginning season one of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier starting, I think, on Saturday. I think it's Saturday or Monday, depending which whichever one. So go to MarianBlake.com, check out all the, the podcasts there, and of course, our exclusive Facebook group, uh, just called the Mary and Blake Facebook group, where you get to nerd out about all the great things that you just love and we love and have a great time. Yes. That's that. You ready, Marvin? You ready? <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> <All right>. basically. <laughs> yes to all of that, Blake. <laughs> Let's get into the show. Let's do it. All right. This episode. Give me all the details, Blake. Well, the only detail, as always is the fact that it's titled Culture and Tradition. And Mary, you know... Um, culture? I got culture. I got culture. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what was the, what's the guy's name? Oh, I don't know. Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey Hirsch. <laughs> Jeffrey, Jeffrey, get out of here. You're not allowed in Mary and Blake Media. I need my premium woman shirt. I told, I told him. He's not allowed in this place. I got the Culture? Bounces. The premium women got yeah, culture. The, the, the premium women, you know... Those guys over there, you know, they know how to. They I know told how you, to... Jeffrey Hirsch accepted my friend request on LinkedIn. We're connected professionally. What a tool bag that guy! It's okay. The pre- he may be our friend at some point. No, he won't be. <laughs> Not when he realizes no, it. Was I, us. I will <laughs> personally make sure he's never our friend. Okay, so that let's let's get into this episode. Oh, and Stop hating on Jeffrey, Jeffrey Hirsch, Hirsch and his premium women. <laughs> What a clown. Oh, my God. Blake. Can't believe he's in charge of stars. All right. Uh, your kilt rating, Marvin. What is your kilt rating for tonight? Um, a 4.6. Okay. Yeah. That's it? That's what you got? 4.6? Wow, I'm surprised about that. I know. I thought you'd be higher. I know. I'm giving it a 4.2. I enjoyed it. It felt this episode a tad generic, like they didn't know what to do with the stuff that they recorded. So they just put it into one big episode in the middle and said, yeah, culture and tradition. Yay. Because I feel like everything that we have seen so far is, in fact, culture and tradition. So, uh, yeah. So that's that. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's time for my our GBGs, our goods, our bads, and our greats. And for those of you joining us live on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram, I would love for you to let us know what are your goods, bads, and Greats for this episode. Sorry. Blake, let's start things off for you. All right, my GBG. Uh, let's see what we got here. My good. Uh, Graham just totally trolling Sam about his basket weaving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the best. And and not even like being mean about it, but just being very subtle and being very good. He's like, you know, I did a really good job on that, Sam. <laughs> just excellent stuff. He he really did. He did excellent a fabulous stuff. job. Uh, my bad. For some reason in this episode, I don't know why, but I've noticed an uptick 
in the verbal back and forth between Sam and Graham and like in the what you would consider the, you know, uh, quotes voiceovers aspect of the show. It seems like they're doing more back and forth between the two, whereas I felt in the previous episodes it was just either Sam or Graham, but mainly Sam doing the voiceovers. Yes. And it's very, it reminds me of the book and it's very sticky. Sticky. And it's, it's like, no, let's just have one voiceover. Like just have, well, let's have one narrator and let's just go with it. Don't be sticky with me. I don't need the shtick in the narration. I need the shtick together. Okay. So that is my bad and my great. You're telling me to hurry up. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay. I've heard shtick a million times. Let's move it on, buddy. <laughs> my great is the uh, transition of Sam when he was just being totally <laughs> obliterated by midges. And it was from him not having a net on his face to all of a sudden just having a net yes. over his whole head. And there's no acknowledgement. There's no like, dude, I got to get this net. Like, hey, can we get a net? Hey, yep. like, this is ridiculous. Like, there's no acknowledgement whatsoever. All of a sudden he has, he's nothing and he's swatting. And then there's a huge net and they're just, they just pretend like nothing's yeah. happened. Just moving on. Here we go. <laughs> My good was Ugh. the midges as well, because, you know, this is how it is with these little gnats. We call them gnats here in, in the Northeast. Yes. So the gnats do. They they generally swarm one person. I don't know if it's just the person's scent, if it's the shampoo they wear. But if you've got someone that the gnats, midges, whatever, love, you're lucky. Because you saw Graham. Graham was there. He once, once during that conversation, batted his nose. And then the lady, she did something just a couple of times under her eyeglasses. Like you could right. tell the midges were getting like near her eyes. But she held it together. Okay. She's like, this is my one moment where I get to share my Gallic love. Like I am yeah. all in. <laughs> and there's poor Sam who can't concentrate. And as Blake said... It was so bad that someone gave him this mesh face covering thing, this mesh bag, and everyone just carried on. <laughs> and they acknowledge it later on in the episode how bad it is. My bad, honestly, is that I need more time. I need more time with this show. Yes. I need more time um, learning about the suits. I need more time learning about the herbs. Like Graham McTavish says, oh, I, I learned so much. And I was like, what did you learn? I learned it. The onions on your head could maybe cause give you some hair. I learned that St. John's wort may be good for like pain and bleeding stopping, but you know that they recorded a heck of a lot more. And even at the end of this episode, Graham then also says again, I learned so much. And I sat there saying, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I learned a few bits, but I just really wish this episode was long. And I am rooting for season two of Men and Kills. I'm telling you. I think they can go so much more in deep with this. So it's not that I disliked anything about the show, but I audibly said it to you, Blake, twice in this episode. Mm -hmm. We are moving too fast. Like, we're just... Okay, we're in one place and we're another, and we're not able to really satiate ourselves on the subject matter. Right, right. And then my great was the sheep herding excitement from Graham McTavish. <laughs> he was, I think that was the most excited he has been since he beat Sam in the uh, sporting the aspect. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He just loved life. Like he was in awe just of watching the sheepdogs, you know, like, look at them go. Oh my gosh. Do you see that? What do you see that one? And it was genuine. Cause you know that there's sometimes where the show does feel scripted, does feel a little cheesy, but Graham's excitement of sheep herding 
He's like, this is incredible. Par none. <laughs> uh, so that's it. Is that your GBG? That's my GBG. My good, my bad, my great. Uh, Marvin, the, the standing question here, I think we ask each other every episode is, are you still okay with the half hour time length or? I was not okay with the half hour time length in this episode. Right, right. Or my next question is, do you just do less? Do you do less? Do you do less topics, less things? I feel like this is a teaser for season two. I feel like this is a tester. Like, are people going to like this? And if so, is there going to be behind the scenes DVDs? Are they just going to say, we have enough footage for a whole episode on the herbs? Sure, sure. On, you know, the suit making. Like, could he... It would be a long time to spend a half hour with the herbologist, but I'd be down for it. I mean, mm-hmm. we all watch Outlander. That's what Claire does. And the herbologist's name is Claire. Right. <laughs> like, how is that not a big a deal? Like, how are we not talking about that? I mean, yeah. like, I know that it was addressed a little bit, but how are we not talking more about this? Like, this is the real Claire. Like, the one that they, I feel like they just modeled the character after for the show. That just literally said like I want to see you pick plants and I will just model you. Right. <laughs> I'll see how you do it. She probably had to. Sure, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Um let's 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 talk about something that I do wonder about. How do you feel about a haggis poem in the middle of your episode? That was almost my bad. Yeah, it was going to be my Sam bad was as well. So serious. So serious. And I don't mind serious. Like, serious is fine. Just came out of nowhere. But like like our cat, who just came out of nowhere. Um, yeah, I, I feel like uh, it, I don't know, it just, I'm not sure if they had a, a good transition from one thing to the next. So they were like, yeah, Sam, yeah, get out there, uh, get out there in the field and start talking about haggis. Like, it will, it, it'll, it'll be a good transition for something. You know, it's been interesting because... Um, in the book, in Clan Lands, the, the book that is kind of like the the diary version of Men in Kilts, yeah. they have some of the chapters broken up. Uh, the chapters all each start with like a little poem or yes. some kind of a written thing. And then even in between, there's some little poems. So it's interesting to see that in the show as a reader of Clan Lands. I'm like, oh, it reminds me of the book. But I was just kind of bored. And I I often feel like I could hear Sam read the the yellow pages, yeah, but that's what it kind of felt like. Kind of felt like he was reading the yellow pages. Like I'm not listening to anything you're saying. I'm just staring at you with this gorgeous backdrop. But yeah. it, it was shot beautifully. It was yes. great. But there's no, uh, there was no DNA for that in the show. Like in the book, you said, Mary, in the Clanlands, there is DNA for that. There is, uh, you know, the poems that start every chapter, and sometimes they even end chapters. But in this case, it was kind of like... And then it's not like they went and ate haggis. It's not like they explained, like, this is how haggis is made. Yeah. This is why haggis is important to Scotland. It was just like, let's go see live sheep be rounded up and yes. sheared. And the, I th- we have some commenters here uh, uh, in Facebook and uh, YouTube. Kim on YouTube and Angela on Facebook are saying, well, I think the haggis poem might have been in there because it was leading up to the sheep. Yeah. Yes, I am... I'm willing to go there, but again, there's no DNA for that in the show. And Denise here on Facebook just says it. There's another 30 seconds we could have had with more garlic. Uh, I would probably agree with you on that one. I I would rather take that 30 seconds and put it somewhere else. Speak because we are in such a you know time crunch for the rest of the topics, and we're doing so much. And I and I think all the topics are great. Like I'd I'd love to learn more about the language and and 
uh, and learning more about basket weaving and uh, all the other stuff that's going on. Yeah, I'm in on that. Um, why do you think we didn't see Sam's uncle? Oh, yeah. When they were like, oh, my great, 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 great uncle used to be a great basket weaver. My uncle, who is alive, who actually built things for Outlander, is a basket weaver. And that was the first thing when we saw two ladies. I right. said to Blake, why isn't, why are we interviewing Sam's uncle right. who actually made the stuff for the show? And the only thing that I can think of is that Sam has kept his family out of the spotlight as much as sure. possible. Yeah. So I wondered if people asked him like, hey Sam, would you like to ask your uncle? And either Sam said, I would prefer not to mm-hmm. as you know, I'm trying to keep my family secret and kind of away from all this. Or his uncle could have said, no, thank you. I saw what's happened to my, my nephew and yeah. I am all set. Right. I'm all set with that. Um, yeah, that's that's what I think. What I, mean, that, think? I mean, it makes sense. I, and I'm not saying it was bad or anything. I'm just, I, I would like to have seen that dynamic between the two because I think that would be fun. That'd be a, that would be a, a lot of fun. Agreed. To see them. It was funny how they were like, it sounds like everyone in Scotland is a basket weaver. Right, oh, right. there's one right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, the... The suits and everything, it was so funny as they were walking up to the to the place uh, that is the... Uh, Stuart Christine Company. Yes, that's like the, the oldest tailor shop from the 1700s. All I could think of was that movie, The Kingsman. Um, mm. You know, because, you know, that, that the tailor shop is the front for The Kingsman mm-hmm. uh, in that movie. And I was like, wow, well, I hope they, they just like press a button and the suits turn around. It's all guns and everything like that'd be kind of cool. But uh, yeah, the Kingsman. Yeah, I was uh, thinking about that movie. How much do you think suits cost there? Oh man! I mean, the person's using what was that? Was it almost looked like chalk to me? It looked like a seashell. What they were using yeah, no, to it's draw like, it's on like it? Chalk. It's like it, it's it, it. Everybody, all tailor shops use those. Oh yeah, that that's nothing special. Those those three hundred year old scissors. Yes. Those are special. You know, the shape of some of them reminded me of, once again, I live in Rhode Island, the Ocean State, so I'm around shells all the time. Yeah. It just reminded me of shells. But yeah, I was wondering like, what you think the cheapest suit from there would even cost. Oh, a couple grand. A couple grand at the, at the least. They get these suits and then we don't see them in it anymore. So I hope we get to see them in later episodes. Yeah, right, right. You know? Uh, and yeah, the yards. Yards for a kilt. Nine yards per kilt. Of fabric, mm. imagine that nine yards. Our friend Cat Dave on Instagram said the reason, one of the reasons, is Sam's uncle doesn't live in the Highlands. Their focus is not on Dumfries and Galway. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. So got that would make sense. Too. Like it, like it. So nine yards. Nine yards. Whew. Yep. Sure. No, thank you. And That's uh, a lot of cl- lot of cloth. <laughs> Pamela here on Instagram saying five thousand to ten thousand for an average suit. Wow. Oh man. Wow. Yeesh. There's like your trip to Scotland. Woof! Yeah. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> no, God, uh, no. Leslie Ross did no. look it up, and she said about no. 3000 for maybe one of the cheapest ones. No. So we're going to need to find out if this is pounds, if this is American If it's dollars. pounds, forget about it. You know, you might as well just give up your savings account. Oh, my goodness oh my gracious. God. Well, I mean, if you figure, you go to a nice tailor shop here in the United States, you're going to pay $10,000 for a suit. You know, we've had a lot of extra people that have had to interact with Sam and Graham. Remember we talked last week about the creepy lady in the graveyard who was just drooling all over herself over Sam, just <laughs> yeah. completely nerding out. Um, and we've just had some people where their interactions have seen a bit too forced, like with the band, with the band players. Yeah, it was a little much. But I got to say, the sheep guys... They were they were into it, man. They were sheep dudes. They were like, good luck. Yeah. We'll see how this yeah, goes. You, got, you guys are going to be great. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, you guys... Woo! Good job. And then Sam 
falls. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, kerflump falls. Not even just a cute little fall. I mean, <laughs> like dirt in his nostrils kind yeah. of fall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I thought it was neat. Um, I, it, they just felt natural, you yeah. know? You know, another funny part, under undervalued, underrated part of this episode is the beginning when the motorcycle dies out on them. <laughs> These little bits, just like uh, that the canoeing and stuff, you know, yeah. you, you know that they recorded stuff, and they may have gotten some really good sound bites out of it. But just to open the show with those things, yeah, and then and you yeah, could they're tell, going. You could tell that it was not planned because even the camera was like all shaky. Yeah, that it was following them, uh, or they they were following the camera, and they stop, and the camera's like the guy is probably going, "Hey, what do I do? Like, what's going on?" You know? Yeah, <laughs> we have not gotten to that part yet in Clanlands, but I cannot no. wait to read about this motorcycle and sidecar. That would be, I can't wait with, to read about that. Too. With Sam having to tell Graham, "You're sitting in the sidecar." <laughs> the freaking death trap. You're the Harry Potter to my Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at you! You're a wizard, Harry. That a girl. You're way welcome. to bring the heat You're on welcome. that one. Oh. By the way, listen to the Potterverse at MaryandBlake.com. Hey, there you go. <laughs> they go to the Isle of Skye. I always get excited. Yeah. When, when we hear because you know you want to sing the song over the sea to sky. Little disappointed that they didn't sing the song. I know they sang it last episode yeah. or whatever. However many episodes ago it was. Kind of want to see him sing that again. Not gonna lie. What do you think about being a crofter in another life? Um. Doing sheep and cut, like using them shears to cut all the hair off? Yep. Nope. No thanks. Oh, okay. Nope. I'm out. I love sheep. I'll keep making podcasts. Can I tell you why I love sheep? Why? So I went to school at the University of Rhode Island and we have a big, um, just a big like sheep farm there just for our veterinary students we have a lot of sheep a lot of cows and the little lambs are always born near my birthday so that's part of the reason why i love tulips are my favorite lamb, just stop little, screaming little, little lambs but <laughs> the, i don't like it when they get rid of the lambs tails these lambs had tails these okay, sheep sure. had tails yep. here at the, my place they wait they're cutting tails off because the tails collect poop uh, so sheep have like okay. tails like yeah 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 Oh, this doesn't have a tail, no, but Benny um, does they, not have a they, tail. they have tails and yeah, it's like part of the early thing. They just, you know, get it off and yep. stuff and you know, they end up being fine. It's just for cleanliness or whatever. But I didn't know that either. Cause you don't, we don't see sheep with tails. No, you just figure they don't got tails. Nope. It's okay. It's, they do. But that's what I know. I noticed right away. I was like, these sheep have tails. <laughs> <laughs> but little lambs are so stinking cute. These guys, though, these crofters were great because they were. The amount of land that they just get to look over every yeah. day. And they were real. They were like, oh, the guy's like, oh, Christ above, like that whole thing. Like, yes. that was great. Yes. And and Sam saying, oh, this is great connecting with the land. And mm-hmm. yeah, this is I mean, awesome. he connected. I can't think of a better thing. He's like, yeah, yeah. Why don't you come back in January, buddy? <laughs> Why don't you shovel his stuff out with me? Then you can tell me you can connect to the land. (laughs) That's what I mean. They were just so natural with them. You know that they went out and had like a pint or something after had a little dram together with Sam and Graham. Yeah, sure, sure, Sam. Why don't you uh, you go back to acting, you jabroni? back in January, yeah. yeah. We'll have you shovel some poop after this, some frozen poop. Bring your snow pants. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you haven't been sponsored for those yet. Oh, yeah. Does Bob or do uh, snow pants? I don't think so. So what do you think Sam's planning for this next episode or whatever? Because at the end, the last clip, 
you know, Graham's just saying, oh, I had such a nice time. And Sam's, you know, being a little menacing. And he yeah. says, I have something up my sleeve. It has to it has to do with something physical in nature. You, you know that Graham does not want to do. It has to be. I mean, Graham doesn't want to do just about anything. Uh, yeah, but he particularly despises physical things. So what do you think he'll really not want to do? I don't know. I would, I'm surprised he even, even entertained the thought of getting in the death trap motorcycle with Sam. I'm trying to think of something that's like really yucky, like sticky yucky. Because Graham has been a pretty good sport. I mean, he did all the sport things. That's why I don't know if it's about just a physical thing. Mm -hmm. He's done all the sports stuff. He did the dancing. He doesn't like Sam being in control of things. Oh, oh, you know, Brittany here on Facebook says it. It's she says it shows them repelling in the next episode. That that would do it. Especially, do it. especially yeah. if Sam's on the other end, making yes. sure the rope don't go. That yes, <laughs> that would be it. <laughs> nope, I could see Graham so, saying, "Nope, oh, I'm not doing that." Overall, yet yeah, another fun episode. You know, I've said it before, and we'll say it again. That oh, you know, it was weird. What's this that? episode had, and it might just be for every episode, but we just haven't noticed it. It says like adult content. Yeah. Because we have watched a lot of these episodes with our kids. We didn't watch the scary one last mm-hmm. week, um, which wasn't even that scary, but we didn't watch that one with them. But, you know, I remember seeing it. I was like, oh, adult content. Is someone going to be naked? We've already seen Sam's butt. Do they talk about like sex do they talk about drugs like rock and roll what is going on that's so adult content and i don't know if it was just the fact that they like drink right maybe i don't know maybe i I don't know i'm not sure i mean they literally got an outfit learned a different language learned how to shear a sheep they didn't swear yeah that's true that's a good point i don't know i'm not i'm not sure what it would be um what do you think (laughs) what the potatoes <laughs> when they talk about how it could be used as a sieve, and they're like, "Oh, you know, would anyone here like a potato?" Graham, right away, he yes. hasn't had his elevenses yet. <laughs> no, no. Yes, please, definitely not. And then Sam's like, "I guess I'll have one." And Graham's like, "Which one do you want?" Sam goes, "A small one." The smallest one. The guy hasn't eaten potato in ten years. There's no way he's going to eat one of those things. He did eat it because we saw nope. him. Did he? Did he really? We saw him chewing as he was learning how to basket weave. But then he kept tossing Graham more potatoes. Right and potato. Sorry. I just loved it because Graham in the book, especially, is always hungry, isn't eating his snacks. And you can just tell that he was like, like, dude, give me all of the potatoes. I don't care if it's hot. It it will sear my skin. I will not be able to taste anything for three weeks. And Sam's sitting here with like the one carb that he's had (laughs) in the last century. He has to do extra pull-ups yes. tomorrow. He's calculating his mind like, after we're done with this shoot, yeah, maybe you, I'll just run to the hotel <laughs> rather than drive. You know he's having like a, like an anxiety attack as he's got half of this teeny tiny potato in his mouth. Just thanking goodness that they're not buttered. Graham's like, where's the butter? Where's the salt? Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, you know, fun episode. What do you think about the second Blackjack adjacent reference fine in in this uh in this. when when claire the herbologist yeah she's like yeah i know yeah, i've I, heard i'm not supposed to show you the lavender right <laughs> yeah and, you know, i thought it was cute because you yeah. know like 
yeah, lavender's there. Obviously, it would have been there. And it was just, I like when they have those little references because it's made for Outlander fans. Like, that's why we're watching it. We're all Outlander fans. So, yeah, I thought it was cute. It wasn't, it wasn't like the Graveyard Ladies reference. Right, right. So, yeah, that was, that that was was out of control. This, yeah, I will take the, the botanist over the Graveyard Lady every day. Yeah, right. And then, uh, lastly, what do you think about, I'm not sure if Graham was legitimately upset with Sam calling him out, how he couldn't read all the uh, all the garlic on the on the dummy cards, and he's like, "Yeah, it had to be written really large letters, dude." <laughs> and Graham looked at him, yeah, gave him did. a death stare. He did. I, I don't think it was that all that serious, but man, he got called out in front he of millions did. of people. He did, and you know. Yeah, no, I, t- I took it as like he was surprised that Sam said that because I assume that most actors are, are pride, you know, they have pride in their work and in memorizing their lines, right, and especially, right. you know, there's so many things, so many movies and shows where people have to learn different um, languages. I mean, gosh, you even look at Game of Thrones, having to learn right. Dothraki, you know, oh, so, nope. so, you know, for Graham to... Dracarys. Sorry. Say to have to stand up for himself and be like, buddy, it was a six page thing. Like, I had to, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, this is why I really love their dynamic because they do bust on each other. Like, right. this isn't a, a fully scripted show. This is Sam and Graham being two guys who are having fun doing these travels, but also like to pick on each other a little yep. bit. So, yep. I liked the realness of it. Um, what was the thing, as we said earlier, this episode, I think, was kind of all the stuff that was put into the middle because they were like, we don't know what to do with all this. So they just said, yeah, culture and tradition. Tradition. Um, what? Fiddler on the roof. Hello. Yeah, no, I know. Okay. I know. I was just, I'm whistling past that because I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to see you start dancing. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think, if you had to choose one thing to do more of from this episode, I think this is this will be a fun little experiment going okay. forward. What's the one thing I like that this, yeah. if you could choose for them to do more of and get rid of the haggis poem and you know like if you or had if to, there was a forty five minute episode instead of a half hour episode, what would have I wanted? Yeah, what, more what are you getting more of, of these things? I would have wanted more time with the herbs because it was so important to Claire. Yes, you know, so sheep shearing. Um, I. I could also say some of the Gaelic, but like, what are we going to, I'm not going to learn it in 15 minutes. You know, I'm just, I'm not, I think it's a beautiful language. I liked hearing it, but it's not like anything's going to soak in. But for me, you know, knowing that herbs can still be used today, I wouldn't recommend it for myself because I'll probably mess it up, but it's just so integral in Claire and Claire's journey that that's what I wanted more of. Yeah. Especially because Graham was pointing it out. I learned so much. Well, good for you. I didn't. Yeah. If I had to, if I had to pick one, mm-hmm. or the suits, the the tweed, I I think I might go tweed. Yeah, though I would Keep like I to mention that one. Yeah, I don't know why I would like to see more, but I would like to see more of Sam and Graham running around with the dogs and the I sheep. Know. That was that was. I would have liked funny. to see more of the fabrics in the tweed shop. I would yeah. have liked to learn more about how it's made. That's one of the things I thought when we were with the sheep. I was thinking, okay, are we going to start to see how the tweed is made? Um, that would have been a nice. Yeah, I. There's also a, an argument to be made for the garlic too. I think that would be fun. But like, how much can you watch of them saying, "Okay, this is this word. Say it and repeat it." Like that to me is. Yeah, I would like to learn more about the history, but the thing is, we also just got a ton of history with Gilarige 
yes. uh, in, the, in one of the previous episodes. So if I had to put my money on something, it's going to be the tweed the suits. Tweed. And I would like to know, you know, who who came through there and who are the people that the yes. famous people and what what did you give them and give me some stories and horror stories or whatever that you have. Or kilt making or any yeah. of this kind of stuff. You're right. Like this is not only something that people have worn for centuries, but people can still go to the shop and participate. Granted, we will not be buying a five or $10,000 suit there. No, and never. We go to Scotland. Even if I had the money, I don't think I would do it. <laughs> but just to know, and as I said, I really felt like there was going to be a connection between the sheep shearing and the the tweed and it wasn't there so mm-hmm. you know what I might be changing well, no I'm gonna I'll stick with my herbs and you could stick with your tweed we'll just we'll just wish <laughs> you like for my it choice better don't you I do you like my choice I do. better That's okay. oh and then there was also the weaving the basket weaving yeah like how do you get them to bend do you have to soak the willow I missed that. That's a good. That's something that maybe you would like to learn a little bit more about. I'm not going to lie. I know. You know what? If if I had to change it, just want to learn it all. If I had to change it a little bit more too, you know what it is? Okay. More van time. Give me all the van time. I know. Give me every bit of that van time. We just need a podcast of van time that just can hit record. Yeah. And we can listen to all of it. (laughs) That would it be called? Sam Graham in a van. We should be on the team. Dr. Seuss. We should be on the team. We could be the producers. <laughs> no. <laughs> and we could make a podcast just Sam Graham in a van. Okay. And uh, I assume they're going to have to have a whole, like, a bit about kilts, though. Like, this wasn't even covering yeah, kilts. I, so I'm assuming the different ways to wear them, the different ways that the family could be represented, how, like, your family um, plaid, like, there's different versions of your family plaid based mm-hmm. upon, you know, if it's for formal wear or if it's for everyday right, wear. Right. So I assume that's coming. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say about this episode, Marvin? That's it. All right. Shall we close it out? Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> moment to thank you right now for listening we made this podcast as a little i don't know experiment to see if we could find anybody out there who was excited about outlander and scotland and geeking out and we were able to find not just one person but many people and one of them being you watching right now or listening right now so we want to take this moment to thank you it's been a wonderful seven years so far we're going to keep on going especially with the news of season seven of outlander being announced we're going to keep going strong here at, at outlander cast with mary and blake but we do want to take a moment to invite you to a very special community yeah, called yeah. the nerd clan go to the join the nerd where you get tons of great bonus episodes and premium podcasts and book clubs. Mary's doing a book club for Bridgerton. The Duke and I, I'm doing a book club. I just finished the print shop scene in Voyager. In, in Voyager. Oh, man. Have to say, might be my favorite chapter written so far. Throwing that out there. It's, it is excellent. And, and not just because, oh, the print shop, but everything that's come yes. before it, how it was written, how it was all delivered, the so payoff so of everything, and Jamie just falling to pieces over the whole thing. Like, excellent. And the awkwardness of it, it's just excellent. Excellent. And the subversion, the subversion of Jamie just passing out. Like, so the, basically, you can listen to Blake geek out yeah. about the books from Outlander. The, the balls it must have <laughs> taken to write a chapter like that from Diana. I mean, like, 
in the middle of your book with the, this big reunion and you're having your main, the king of men, the main character just pass out. It's love just it. excellent stuff. I love it. So, so yeah, we, we have all that at jointhenerdclan.com and uh, in, in the most importantly, the community. The community there is incredible. The back and forth between all the nerds all of you in there uh it is a special place where you get to be just who you are and nerd about uh the things that you love and feel a real sense of belonging and community and that and that's what it's really all about for us so if these podcasts bring you joy please know that going to join the nerdclan.com costs as little as two dollars a month um it's less than a cup of coffee so if you enjoy these podcasts if they bring you joy please 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 know that it directly supports blake and i this is a independently run podcast company it supports all of the media endeavors that we do here that really just started out as a way for us to connect with you so thank you all so much we're going to keep on going along with clan lands we'll have another episode of that coming out this week for the book as well as a chapter um an episode for this is us which returns this week on our podcast this is us too and the mcu diaries don't yes. forget that and potterverse basically anything that we do you can find out at maryandblake.com or find us on our social media channels by searching mary and blake on that note my name is mary larson my <laughs> name is blake and you've been listening to outlander cast <laughs>